Chapter 7, Not What I Had in Mind Ecstatic is a word you could use to describe her mood. A bit stunned, shocked as well. She asked her classmate, Kirishima, out yesterday. The way it happened was impromptu and cringy, but it still happened. She couldn't help but curl her lips at the thought of it. She told Hagakure of the recent endeavor in her room. I'm still set on Midoriya, Hagakure. A pencil floated for a second before scribbling on some paper. Toru, we talked about this dash. I know, I know, the invisible girl sighed. I'm happy for you, though. Too bad I won't be there to see it. Why not? Mina's eyes drifted from her phone's screen to the t-shirt in front of her. My family ran into something overseas. They want me to come back home and watch the shop while they take care of it. Something? Yes, something. Care to elaborate or dash? I don't know. My parents wouldn't tell me. I'm sure it's fine, though. It's also an excuse to get out of school. She hummed at the last comment. You're still going to have to make up the work when you get back, Mina sighed. She put her phone down and propped her laptop on her lap. True, Toru paused. Which is why I had Mr. Aizawa send me the assignments for the coming week. Mina, relax. I'll be fine. Okay, Mina mumbled and went back to work. The pair was silent, diligently working on Ms. Midnight's new assignment. Something about the history of quirks in use with modern art. Ashido didn't know she slept during the lecture. It's weird for you to do work like this, Toru said at once. The pencil stopped moving. I could say the same about you, Mina snorted. Okay, okay, Toru let out a giggle. All jokes aside, I'm surprised that we're getting work done. I could see us goofing our asses off and then struggling to pull something together at the last minute. Only to get a 70, Mina giggled. To be fair, I could see myself making an 80 at most in this essay. Mina imagined the invisible girl shaking her head. Old habits die hard, she sighed. I owe to you big time. I mean, aren't you paying it back by helping her spar? See, that was the original plan, Toru started. Until she beat me three times. She could hear my movements easily. Once she did, she swung her tongue around until she hit me. Then I got tackled, and you know the rest. I thought I could at least help her with her stealth, she spat. I mean, that's my whole thing. True, but you also aren't a capable fighter. Being invisible is all you got going for you, Mina started. She scratched her chin in thought. You could always spar with me. I can barely keep up with you when we run. I'm good, thanks. Besides me, you could always go at it with Ochako. She pinned down Toga with that gunhead training. I'd bet that she'd be a good opponent. Izuku's pretty strong too, Dash. Izuku? We're on a first-name basis. Yes, Dash Mina replied hesitantly. That doesn't mean anything, Dash. Except it does. It shows you're close, Dash.
Yeah, but I'm close with practically everyone in 1A. Just accept that we're friends. Nothing more, she said rather defensively. Fine. Toru started. You're a total hypocrite, though. How exactly am I a total hypocrite? What happened to not wanting a relationship? Toru started. We had a whole conversation about this. My word still stands, Mina shrugged. I do like Kirishima. I want to hang out with him more. We can worry about the rest later. If you say so, Mina, Toru scoffed. Whatever makes you happy. You would think Mina would spend the following week sad without her best friend. However, she got along just fine. Mina was more attentive in her classes and hung around with Momo and Kyoka. She'd talk to Midoriya every now and then, not as often as she hoped. Maybe in the lunch line, they would catch up on test grades or talk about All Might's last class. Still, there was one thing that left a bad taste in her mouth, the absence of Kirishima. He was there the entire day. They shot each other awkward glances during classes, if she was lucky, waves. That was the peak of their interactions, though. Well, maybe he's simply busy, Jairu shrugged into her sleeve. They were the last girls in the locker room, changing after an intense training session with All Might. It's likely. Exam week is coming up, and students are getting serious, Momo added while she fixed her hair. Too busy to talk to me? I mean, we have a date this Friday. Is it, though? Jairu countered. Satisfied that her shirt was on, she slipped on her skirt. I mean, this is Kirishima we are talking about. True but dash. Now, Kyoka. Momo cooked. He's not that dense to forget they are hanging out. Yeah, but I could see him thinking of this as a regular hangout, Jairu walked over to the mirror. Checking herself out, lightly tugging on her ear jacks, etc. That's how Denki was on our first date. They're different people dash, Mina started before Jairu cut him off. They're friends. Close friends. Him boss. Jairu smirked, earning a giggle from Momo. He's not that dense, Mina waved her hand. I'm sure he remembers that we're going to hang out Friday. She moved off the bench and made her way to the door. Now come on, I don't want to be late. She beckoned. The girls shuffled through the door and started walking quickly to their classroom. What do you even have planned? Momo said while checking her phone. Well, I'm thinking we would go out and eat ice cream, Mina shrugged. I'm not really sure. I'll play it by ear though, it always works like that. For a date? Momo questioned. It would be a good idea to put more thought into what you are doing. Our class always goes out and eats ice cream. Yamamo, you worry too much, Mina waved her hand. Everything is going to be okay. I'm thankful that you guys worry so much for me. Really though, I'll be okay." Momo gave a worried look before letting it go. Friday came soon enough. Her classes had been a haze. 
she couldn't tell you what happened in all of them. Her conversations had been a blur. She didn't remember a single one. She ran home, not caring to wait for Momo or Kyoka. The thought of him was fresh in her mind. She threw her bag to the floor and made her way to the restroom. She showered and got ready. Much to her surprise, his contact popped up on her phone with a message. Kiri. Are we still on for tonight? If so, what time? She didn't hesitate to text back. Of course. Six o'clock in front of the school gates. She started with her hair since it would take the most time. She combed it back into a low ponytail, her horns stuck out once again. She slipped on a black tube top and a jean jacket. Some jeans accompanied the ensemble, of course. Although she was reluctant, she popped her sunglasses on. It hid her scara, arguably the scariest thing about her appearance. Happy with the look Toru picked, she made her way downstairs. It was easy to slip out unnoticed. Noon was downstairs, but Ida. He wouldn't be a problem though, he fell asleep at his laptop. She put her converse on and slipped out the door. There he was, hanging by the gate. He had a simple light red jack on. Peeking through was a white tank top. He had some simple jeans as well. His hair was down, which reminded Mina just how long his hair was. Hey! She called out. He found her instantly and ran up to her. Already, she felt the smallet in her stomach grow. This was going to be a long night. Hey! You look manly. He smiled. Mina's feelings weren't mutual. She flinched at his comment and then thought about it. She smiled and nodded when she remembered manly was his way of saying cool. Thanks, you, er, look manly too, she offered an awkward smile. So, I was thinking of going to get ice cream. Like last time? Yeah, that's fine with me, he shrugged. It's been a while since I ate some. Good. Good. She took his hand and pulled him along. He was hesitant when he followed her. He didn't relax with her right away as Izuku would. Not to mention, his hands were rough, not the firm ones she knew. She quickly snapped herself out of it, though. Now was not the time to be thinking of Izuku. He ended up walking beside her so she wouldn't pull him along. They made small talk here and there. Mostly about school. She couldn't help but wonder what was on his mind. She tuned out and stared at the fanged boy in awe. She walked side by side with him, relishing the sights that the night had to offer. When the wind would blow a cold gust their way, she would latch onto his arm. He'd look down at her, a bit taken back, only to continue talking. These small moments made her heart race. Moving closer to Kiri when she's cold. When he squeezed her hand to get her attention. It had her heart going a mile a minute. She let go of him only because they made it to the place. She held the door for him and slipped inside. It was empty, only because it was late at night. They made their way to the register. So, Mina, what do you want to order? He tapped her pointer fingers on the counter patiently. 
Wait, let me guess, Rocky Road for me, and chocolate chip for you? She sunk down a little and bit her lip. Yeah, chocolate chip. She lied. That's a manly choice. He smiled and turned to the lady at the counter. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mina only brought up her favorite flavor once. Though, it was the last time they went out for ice cream, which was recent. No doubt that Toru, Kyoka, and even Izuku would remember. She frowned that she brought up Izuku but smiled again once Kirishima brought her the sundae. You want to eat them on the way back? He offered. Curfew is coming up soon. Aha, uh -huh, she went to grab his hand, but it was in his pocket. She licked her ice cream instead. I feel like we should talk, she blurted out. She didn't know why. Things were going okay. Me too, he hummed. They stopped walking. They weren't too far from the dorms, and they finished their ice cream a while back. I'm gonna come out and say it, she took a deep breath and looked at the redhead in front of her. I have feelings for you. Oh dash. Which is why I asked you to come out here, she started. Her hands now rested in her jacket, and she stared down at her converse. She prayed that Kiri couldn't see how purple she was. I feel like you don't feel the same. She kept staring down out of embarrassment. The lump in her throat grew by the minute until Kiri finally broke his silence. Yeah, he started. I don't, those words caused tears to prickle down Mina's face. Thought so, she managed to let out. It's cool, though. It's not you dash, he started. You're a wonderful girl and all. It's just me, I admire you too much. Admire? She looked up. Yeah, he chuckled awkwardly and fidgeted with his hair. Since middle school, you've been this hope for me. You were something I wasn't, but I wanted to be. I kind of idolized you, I guess, Kiri mumbled. That kind of admiration isn't the kind you're looking for, I'm afraid. Yeah, she sniffled. Friends? She offered a hand to him. Friends, instead of taking the hand, he gave her a hug instead. It was tight and brief, with hardly any room for warmth. Can I walk you back to your room? I feel a bit ink-dash. No, no, she waved a hand to dismiss him. I'll be fine. Thank you, though. I needed it. Once they got to the dorms, they awkwardly parted ways and gave one last hug before retiring to the night. When her door was locked, and she was sure that no one could hear her, she slumped down and let it all out. Chapter 8, Cloudy After a good hour of sulking and crying, an idea came to her. She couldn't recall the last time she spoke with Misha. Her sister was a bit of a heartbreaker in her prime. Surely she would know what to do. That is if she didn't scold Mina first for not calling more often. She shuddered at the thought of FaceTime. Reluctantly, she grabbed her phone and scrolled down for Misha's contact. She propped her phone and waited patiently for her sister to pick it up. Surprisingly, Misha picked up the phone. Hey. Hope I'm not intruding. Mina smiled. 
I just wanted to talk. Her sister was standing in the room they shared, getting ready. No, what's up? Wait first dash Mina started. What's with the look? Are you going on a date? Ha. Huh. I wish. She snorted. No, I'm just getting ready for a basketball game. She pointed to the cheer uniform hanging in the corner of their room. But for real, what's up? I had a date. I think? I'm not sure. For real? And you didn't tell me? Misha immediately dropped her lip gloss and brought the camera up to her face. I'm half the mind to hang up on you right now. No. Mina raised her hands. Don't. I need your advice. Aha, uh -huh. Misha folded her arms and stepped back. I'm listening. He likes me. That's good. Honestly, what do you need advice about? You should be texting him right now dash. In a platonic sense. Damn. Yeah, damn, Mina huffed. He looks up to me too much to see me that way. Ah, Mina, Misha pursed her lips. I'm sorry he doesn't feel that way. I get it. I've been in the same boat many times. I wish we could talk more, but I've gotta leave now if I'm gonna go cheer in time. Can you call later? Maybe, she mumbled. I dunno, I got a lot of work to do. Great. I'll call you later. Just like that, she was alone again. Mina sighed and grabbed her towel to head off into the bathroom. After a quick shower, she settled down into her bed with a bag of crackers. She stuffed her face shamelessly. After watching a few Seiki edits to cheer herself up, she went back to her contacts again. She stared at this particular contact before mumbling fuck it and pressing the call button. She regretted the decision and was about to hang up when… Mina? Goosebumps rose on her skin at the sound of their voice. She froze. This wasn't in the plan. Midori. She cleared her throat. It hit her that this was her first time calling him. Another nickname? She could picture him cringing at the nickname, and she chuckled. What's so funny? Nothing, nothing, she snorted. You wouldn't get it. She bit her lip. I didn't wake you did I? She asked. No, no, he started. I'm just doing homework with Todoroki. Good, good. She sighed in relief. Then she hid herself because she thought he could hear him. That's great. Uh, okay, he started. So, what's up? Nothing, I just needed to talk to someone. She spat. Oh okay, hey then, he stuttered. Hey, she said between breaths. Thanks, I needed this. Mina, are you okay? We could talk if dash. No, this works. She said it once. He paused, quiet before he said anything. If you say so. Okay. Okay. Good night, Midori, she cooed. Good night, Dash, she hung up before he could say her name. 
she fell back onto her bed, satisfied with their interaction. Strangely, she felt calm. The coming week was easier than she thought. She hustled down on her studies, paying attention and trying not to doze off during lectures. She started sparring more, not just with Izuku but with Achiko and Suyu as well. Things were doing okay. She even spoke to Kirishima on the date. They ran into each other at the lunch line and joked about the training regimen All Might had prepared. Something small, it was nothing like their usual conversations, but it was a start. Midoriya. You really should be more careful next time. You could have gotten seriously hurt. Ida set his spoon down to scold the green-haired boy. Mina sat with Izuku's friends today. Since Hagakure wasn't back, and she wasn't comfortable sitting with Kiri again, Tsuyu had an offer to sit with them. I agree, Todoroki mumbled between bites of his soba. As your class rep, Ida started. And as your friend, it's my job to look out for you. These reckless tangents aren't helping. Okay, okay. His hands rose to surrender. Maybe it was a little reckless, but Suyu hurt her foot. I couldn't just leave her there. A little? Mina mumbled. The building was about to collapse. Her comment earned a worried nod from Tsuyu. I'm thankful you saved me, Suyu interjected. She wiped her mouth with a napkin before continuing. I could have saved myself, though. I could use my tongue to pull myself out of there. Geez, Izuku, Mina sighed. You were reckless before, but this is a new high. It's like you took notes from me or something. Achiko glanced in the direction of Mina, but no one noticed. I mean, we did spar together. You told me to loosen up. Yeah, loosen up, not be a suicidal maniac, Mina spat. She sighed. Regardless, try to be more careful. Looking around at the tension that has befallen the group, Achiko took it as her cue to come in. She mustered a smile and brought her hands together. What we're trying to say is you mean a lot to us, Deku. Her hands rested in a nice ball on her lap. I know you mean well and care about us. We just want you to think things through next time. You could have gotten hurt. His eyes soften at this, and he gives an apologetic smile. All right, I won't be reckless next time. Sorry for worrying you guys. They shrugged it off and continued eating. For the rest of lunch, they rambled on about random things. When they were leaving, Izuku pulled his horned friend to the side, somewhere around the restrooms. Izuku requested that they talk, he sounded a little pained, so Mina took him up on the offer. Midori, what's wrong? She said when they were out of earshot. I wanted to talk to you, he started. His hands rested in his pockets, and he rocked back and forth, looking around. About last night. Oh. And I know you said that everything was fine, but you sounded like you've been crying, and you called late, so I just wanted to make sure you were okay, but if you don't want to talk about it, that's valid and dash he continued rambling about his worries, and something in Mina broke. Izuku. She said at once and placed her hands on both of his shoulders to steady him.
He tensed up. Yes. Thank you, she finally said. She hugged the green-haired boy, and he relaxed in her arms. Her face fits nicely into the croon of his neck, where she buried her face to hide her tears. He quickly held her back, not sure what else to do. While Mina sniffled into his shirt, he ran his hand soothingly up and down her back. It was a gesture her mother used to do for her. Something that made Mina feel safe. It was something that made Mina feel at home. Mina Dash I'm fine, I'm fine, she stepped back abruptly from Midoriya. Just stupid boy drama. I'll be fine. Thank you, though, Midori, I mean it. She mustered a small smile for her friend. He frowned, there was a look of unsatisfaction on his face, but he sighed. If you ever want to talk about anything, I'm here, Mina. I know, I know, most of her tears stopped by now, but her face was still wet and puffy. I don't deserve you. Don't say that. But thank you again, Izuku. The announcement of the midterms was not met with happiness. Study groups were being formed within minutes of exams being announced. The class had ended, and Kiri was making his way over. Out of desperation, she grabbed onto Chaco's arm. Can I join your group? Achiko flinched, of course, and looked around, spotted a confused Kirishima, and nodded. Yeah, of course, she rushed out of the classroom and passed an apologetic smile to Kirishima. Once they were out of sight, Achiko pulled Mina aside. What was that about? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, of course, Mina swatted her hands. I'm just trying to avoid Kiri for a bit. I'm taking the date didn't go well, she spoke in a hushed tone. I'm guessing everyone heard of it already. She mumbled. I shouldn't be surprised, though. Rumors travel fast. They were walking now, side by side. Tell me about it, Achiko huffed. They crossed down some steps. I spent the whole week trying to convince the class that Bakugu and I weren't going out. Wait, what? Mina yelled. And where was I? How come I haven't heard a single thing? Well, I could think of a few things, Achiko put a finger to her chin. You were really focused in class all week. You swatted anyone away who tried to talk to you. Achiko laughed at her last comment. It's really unlike you, Mina, the pink-skinned girl swore she heard a hint of bite in Achiko's voice. She shrugged it off. And where was Bakuga during all this? He just told people to fuck off whenever they brought it up. Achiko shrugged. Fuck off? So we're using cuss words now? That's really unlike you, Achiko. Maybe Bakugu rubbed off on you, she snorted, earning a glare from the gravity user. It's not like that, she huffed. Regardless, we haven't spoken since the rumors got out. We plan some sparring for today too. Hey, Mina placed a hand on her shoulder. You shouldn't let the situation stop whatever the hell y'all got going on. It's just a partnership dash. The assigned partnerships ended weeks ago. 
A friendship, if you will, Achiko sighed. You have to do the same to Kurashima, though. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'm serious. The brunette started. The amount of times you've dodged him this week is kinda sad. Not to mention, you don't sit with Bakugu and them anymore. They probably miss you. I doubt that, she scoffed. All we'd do is taste Bakuga to make him mad or something. You never know, she poked her friend. Just try and talk to me. All right. Chapter 9, Mutual Thankfully, Mina didn't have to initiate anything. Her stomach started to growl, so she made her way downstairs. Right when she grabbed the box of goldfish and started upstairs, a voice called to her. Mina? She froze, instantly knowing who it was. Kiri, she mumbled. She slowly turned around to see him standing at the top of the stairs. He waved. She bit her lip, thinking of an excuse to get out of the current predicament. She didn't think fast enough. He stood next to her on the step. Hey, he said at once. Dark circles clung to his eyes. His red hair was messed up and down, not up like usual. Are you all right, Kiri? She managed. You aren't looking too well. I'm fine, he started. Just haven't been sleeping much lately. Working on exams. He mumbled the last part. Enough about me, he flashed a smile. I feel like we should talk. I've been trying to catch you all week, Dash. Sorry about that. Mina said at once. I've been busy as well with exams. She added a laugh to make it sound believable. Right, if you looked fast enough, you could notice that his lips had curled into a frown. Well, shall we sit down? She nodded, and they walked down to the couch. I feel like I should apologize first, he started. What for? She snorted. It's not your fault that you don't feel for me in that way. I mean, yeah, but dash. Kiri, she placed her hand on his and squeezed it for reassurance. He looked at her hand immediately. I'm okay. I think. I just needed some time to myself. Hesitantly, he pulled his hand back. So that's the real reason you were avoiding me, huh? Yeah, she bit her lip. It sounds shitty admitting it out loud, I guess. I should have clarified I needed space. Sorry, Kiri. No, no, it's fine, he waved his hand in dismissal. I feel like I owe you an explanation as well. Oh. She cracked a few of her fingers before turning to look at him. He scratched his head awkwardly. I'm interested. Remember when I said I looked up to you? Yeah, still a little lost on that. Figured, he mumbled. Let me explain it like this, he paused as if he was trying to figure out what to say. Remember that kid who went and thanked you for saving the class that one day? He fidgeted with his hands. Back in grade school. Oh yeah, she yawned and stretched her arms behind her head. It feels so long ago. I wonder how that kid is doing now. 
That kid was me, he ran his hand through his hair and cracked an awkward smile. She frowned at first. You're joking. That boy was a skinny kid. Besides, he has black hair. You have red hair, she shrugged and reclined back on the couch. Die, he shrugged. You're joking. She slammed her hands on the couch. Nah, I'm not. He grinned. I feel and look way different back then. Obviously, she snorted. What does this have to do with me? Right, he clasped his hands together. You could say I didn't have an easy time back in middle school. Everyone constantly compared us. You have such a nice quirk. You can get along with people. I didn't have that. Ah, Kiri-I dash. It's all right, though. He said at once. I used you as someone to be like I want to repay you, somehow, someday. You don't have to. I feel like I should. You can't change my mind. I'm serious. Mina pursed her lips. Okay, she paused and reached out a hand. Friends? He hugged her instead. Friends, he hummed. He was rough and rigid, though Mina dismissed this as him accidentally activating his quirk. She patted his back as a sign for him to pull back. I'm glad we're cool now. It was getting boring at the table without you? Oh. She cocked an eyebrow. How so? Everyone kept complaining about you coming back. Bakugu got annoyed, of course, so he said to stop talking about you. Siro and Kaminari thought it would be funny to piss him off even more and talk about Urarika to his face. It got kind of annoying after a while. I could imagine, she mumbled. It's glad to be back, though. Studying with Midori and his friends was an experience, to say the least. An experience Mina wasn't used to. They had good work ethics, getting right down to the meat of the work. They helped each other out and finished quickly. When they did take breaks, they were brief. There was no room to act like you were doing work and be scrolling on Instagram. There was no time to fool around or have lengthy conversations about literally nothing. It was new, it was scary, but nothing Mina couldn't handle. Within the first hour, she finished her extra credit essay for All Might. I'm impressed that you finished the draft for your essay, Mina, so you cocked her head to the horned girl. It's very unlike you. Mina scrunched her nose at the last comment, then laughed it off. Suyu was just naturally blunt. I get that a lot nowadays, the pink-skinned girl started. I'm glad, though, it leaves more time for me to relax. Relaxing, the zero-gravity user hummed. That's something I could definitely use nowadays. Tell me about it, Mina propped her laptop on the ground and brought her knees to her chest. She used them as a pillow. Thankfully, it's only written exams. I would have failed practical exams. Don't say that, the brunette mumbled. You are the healthiest person I know. If you're gonna fail, then we're all doomed. So? Mina shrugged. It doesn't mean much if I can't make good use of it.
You can make good use of your quirk. Izuku blurted out. The girls stared in unison at the green-haired boy, who now turned a shade of pink. You um, he started. What I mean is dash. Wait a minute, Midori, Mina waved. You've never even seen me use my quirk, one-on-one. -on -one. How would you know anything? Achiko flinched at the nickname, but continued working. W.L., to be honest, I don't know for sure, his shoulder sank down, admitting it. Ha, she snorted. Told you so. But you need to give yourself more credit, he started. You are smarter than you realize. Midori is right, Todoroki hummed. The entire group jumped at his sudden comment. Damn, man, Mina mumbled. I forgot you were here, talk more, will ya? Expanding on what Todoroki said, I think you deserve more credit as well. Ida said suddenly. She raised a finger to counter him, but he kept talking. You're more focused now than you were the last time you took exams. It should be easier for you to come up with a plan and react quickly in situations. In theory, yes, Todoroki spoke again and set his pencil down. There is only one way to test if you have improved. At first, she didn't catch on. It was a test of some sort of course, but what kind? From the corner of her eye, she could catch Todoroki glaring at her. The blue iris sent a chill down her spine. She gulped. A fight with Todoroki would be asking for suicide. She saw the brute force he faced Midoriya with back at the sports festival. The look in his eyes, the tension in the air, everyone remembered. No, no, she waved her hand dismissively. I'm good. Wouldn't it have to be Midoriya to be the one that fights you? Since you've sparred before, Yurarika interjected. He raised an eyebrow at the brunette, who shrugged. No, Mina stretched her hands, popping a knuckle before sitting back. We sparred with no quirks. I'd have to go up against Tokoyami or something. Besides, she started. It'll be a while before we can use our quirks against each other again. The group mumbled in unison before falling back into studying again. Chapter 10, You Didn't Have To The week of exams rolled around quickly, and for the first time, Mina wasn't scared. Well, she was still nervous. Who wouldn't be? The glare she got from Mr. Aizawa didn't help either. She continued studying with Izuku's friends. They all helped each other out, but besides that, they worked in silence. Oddly enough, she got work done. Every once in a while, when she was on a break to get something, she'd come back to see small things. Her pencil had moved, Todoroki took a break, Izuku's hand brushed against Ochako's when he reached for an eraser. It didn't stop there either. When Ochako had a question on the homework, Izuku would be the first person to answer. Suyu could always do it. She sat the closest to the brunette. When Ochako understood the question, she'd murmur a quick thank you and turn back to her work. Izuku would stay there for a second, mesmerized by the small interaction they had, and then go back to work. Small things like this led up to their exam week. Though Mina had an idea these things were not a recent development. The way Izuku speaks of Ochako, 
the glances she gets from her when talking with Izuku, and the little remarks, couldn't be a coincidence. I don't like her, my ass. She thought. She began sitting with Kiri and his friends again, and as much as she didn't want to admit it, she missed them. It was the usual banter as always, teasing Bakugu and laughing when he breaks. They welcomed her back heartily with full grins. Kaminari even bought her some of the gummies that they sold at lunch. Surprisingly, Bakugu was less snappy than usual. During her third period exam, Mina slipped away to use the restroom. On her way back, she ran into something. She stepped back in confusion and reached her hand out to feel what was there. Toru? Is that you? She called. Damn, Mina, did you have to blow my cover? The invisible girl grumbled. How long have you been back, Dash? I never left, the air spoke back to her. I faked it all. Why? She looked around, trying to sense where the girl was. She'd gotten worse since Toru had been absent for so long. Why not? Mina pursed her lips and gave her friend a frown. Can you at least put something on? It's a bit hard to talk to you when I can't see you. It's also weird that you're naked. Ah. Uh, don't remind me. I can't even see you. Oh, a piece of paper rose from the floor. Can you see me now? Yeah, Mina smiled. That's better. It doesn't matter now, though. I gotta get back to class. Ah, the paper sunk to where Toru's leg would be. Exams suck. How are you even taking yours? The horned girl questioned. If you even are taking them. I am. She shouted. Surely you don't think I'm that lazy. Well, Mina scratched the back of her head and tried to hold down a chuckle. Uh, you're terrible, Toru scoffed. Anyways, since Aizawa thinks I'm with my parents, I've been taking the tests in my dorm. Pretty smart if you ask me. I suppose, Mina huffed. She made her way past the floating paper. I need to get back to my class. Promise me you'll talk about it later? Of course, Toru hummed. She waved the paper to give a sign that she was still there. With that confirmation, Mina slipped back to class. The way U.A. did exams is they piled them all in a day. Usually, it would be stressful for the average student, but the number of courses U.A. students took was less significant than the average student. At least in the honors course. English, Hero Studies, Art, and Math were all subjects Mina struggled to do. She'd sleep during lectures or tease Toru during the classes. It wasn't that Mina didn't care for the lesson, it was just that school was hard. If she didn't understand then, why would she comprehend now? She bubbled in the last answer on the test document and stretched her arms. She sighed a sigh of relief, grateful that she'd gotten through the exams without breaking down. She began packing her things to leave. Most of the class had left already. She almost made her way out of the door until someone tapped her shoulder. Ashido, a low voice mumbled. She turned around to see her homeroom teacher with his hand on her shoulder. 
he'd seen better days, his stubble grew into a beard, and his hair tied into a knotted, matted bun. There were more cuts than usual on his face. She frowned. Is everything all right, Mr. Aizawa? Mm, he hummed. I'd like to talk to you before you leave, he tried to come off as calm, but Mina couldn't help but jump a little at the sound of his voice. Of course, she nodded. Aizawa opened the door and led them out into the hallway. The paper was on the floor now, so Mina could make out that Hagakure had left. I'd like to start by saying, he paused as if trying to figure out the words to say. I'm proud. Proud? Her eyebrows raised. Aha, uh -huh, he hummed. You've been steadily improving since the start of the term in your academics. I trust that your practical skills will be high as well after break? Of course, she said suddenly. I've been working hard with my classmates all term. Ochako and Hagakure helped me study. Oh, and I even spar with Midori Dash. Midoriya? He asked. The pairing system ended a while ago. I know, Mina explained. Midoriya and I still meet up from time to time to work together. I owe a lot of where I am now to him. Oh. Mina could have sworn he heard the slightest bit of amusement in his voice. I'm glad then. That's all. You can go now. Have a good break, Ashido. He opened the door and slid back into his classroom to watch over the students still taking exams. Once she got home, she made a beeline for her bedroom. The first thing she wanted to do was take a long nap. She deserved it. A bit of guilt washed over her when she realized she was skipping the party her classmates threw, but she couldn't care in the slightest. Besides, Hagakure could tell her if anything happened. She threw her bag to the side of her room and fell on her bed with a thump. She rolled over, feeling around for the boner for her hair. She sighed a sigh of relief when she felt the satin material and threw it on. She nestled into her bed, covers and all, and allowed herself to relax for the first time in a long time. She woke up to the sound of knocking. Faint knocking, she noted. It wasn't Hagakure. Jairu bangs the door twice, along with Momo, and Ochako has a little rhythm she does. She looked around for her phone in the darkroom. At 2 a.m. Who in the world would? Mina? A voice called. You up? They knocked again, this time a little louder. Yeah, yeah, she yawned. I'm coming. She shuffled over to her door to open it to see. Midori, she whispered. He was in his classic Udata hoodie and some fluffy striped pajamas. He held a small bag in his hand. A small smile formed on his lips. Mina, he lifted the bag up. Can I come in? She quickly moved to the side to let the green-haired boy slide inside. Izuku you're not supposed to be here. Admin will have both of our asses if they find out you're in my dorm. What are you doing here? She whispered yelled. You didn't come down to the party. He shrugged. She turned on her light and then plumped down onto her bed. This isn't like you, she started. 
I'm too tired to tease you about being in my room. She waved her hand in dismissal and slumped down on the bed. And not going to the party isn't like you either, he sat down next to her on the bed. Anyways, I got something for you. It's not my birthday. I know. Then why dash? A gift for doing good on midterms, he shuffled around in the bag for the item. Aha, he pulled out a box of cocoa mix and candy canes. Izuku, she said softly. She slowly took the box from him. You didn't have to. It was the same brand of candy from all those nights ago. When they first talked, they really talked. The box of cocoa was new but tied with a ribbon. Green is her favorite color. She didn't think he'd remember. She vaguely remembered mentioning it during one of their study sessions. Everyone's proud of how far you came, he started. This is a gift for you on behalf of our class. I couldn't find the mix you had from back home, so I tried to mimic it as best as I could, he said. I tried to get it to taste perfect. Let me know how it tastes. Izuku stood up and made his way to the door. Where are you going? She said softly, still looking at the gift in fascination. I can't stay here. I have to get back to my room. He gestured. Of course, of course, she giggled. Could we try the mix first? I want to see if you perfected it. The pair made their way downstairs very quietly. They didn't want to wake anyone, so they made sure to be extra quiet, tiptoeing down the stairs. Mina began heating some milk in the pan. She took the ribbon off the box of mix and smelled it. Familiar. The pink-skinned girl thought. Hey, she set the box down and turned to face her friend. Did I miss anything at the party? She lightly stretched her arms before letting out a yawn. I was going to go, but I was tired. I guess I overslept, though. She motioned to the clock and let out a chuckle. He flinched but then cleared his throat. Uh. No. No. You didn't miss anything important. It was just weird that you weren't there, he nodded to himself as if he was trying to convince himself what he was saying was true. A part of Mina is glad she didn't go to that party. Maybe she was afraid of what she could have seen. Izuku, she huffed. You're a terrible liar. She turned back to the stove to turn off the flame. Can you get some cups? The milk is ready, he hummed in response and went to the cupboard. She couldn't help but grin to see him pull the cups out from before. She poured the milk into the mugs and placed a tablespoon of cocoa mix into both. He tossed the candy canes, which she caught. She put each in their respective cup before sliding to Izuku. Want to go out to the porch? But it's cold out. Which is why we have cocoa and jackets, dummy, she paused. I do suppose I could put some shoes on. She looked down at her white cotton socks. You're still in your Udata uniform, he frowned. You don't have anything warm? You worry too much, Izuku, she said as she made her way to the door. She began slipping her brown loafers on. I don't get that cold that easily. Now come on, put your shoes on.
I want to go out. He set their mugs down on the table and made his way over to her. No more nicknames? Oh, be quiet, she huffed. She had both of her shoes on now. She shuddered a bit. The goosebumps on her skin stood out more. You should know by now. I alternate between the two. His hands gripped the hem of his hoodie, pulling it up swiftly over his head in one fell swoop. As the hoodie raised, so did the shirt underneath. What was behind a solid figure were scars. He felt the fabric in his hand, looking at it for a minute. Izuku? Her voice had shrunk, almost submissive in a sense. What are you doing? He said nothing but put the sweater around her head. She pulled it down immediately to get a glimpse of her friend. I noticed you were cold, he helped her slide through the holes. His movements were quick and gentle. He pulled down the hem of the hoodie. It went just below her thighs before stopping. I know, it's a little thick on you, but at least you're not cold anymore. She couldn't formulate words. Her mouth hung low. Her mind was a canvas, trying to process what the fuck happened just now. How was Izuku able to tell she was cold? She shivered once. It was barely even noticeable. The sleeve stretched longer than her limbs. She raised an arm of the sleeve to watch it fall slowly around her arm. The fabric was heavy but comforting, almost like a hug. Most of all, it was faint, but the console of her Midori was there. You didn't have to, she mumbled. Izuku, really, this is too much. Her cheeks heated up ever so slightly. She prayed that Izuku couldn't see the new shade of purple brimming on her face. What about you? Aren't you going to be cold? She managed to say. He simply smiled at the horned girl. I have a sweater on, see? I'll be fine. His hand grasped hers ever so gently. She followed without an ounce of hesitation. He sat her down on one of the steps and rushed back in to get their cups. He handed her the respective cup before setting it down next to her. Her lips met the cup, and she smiled. Warm and familiar. It wasn't her mother's signature blend. It was something else entirely. She happily finished the warm drink, reminiscing on the events that just happened. Although the time their hands locked was brief, something awoke within Ashido. It had been present for a while now, perhaps when he was worried about the call he made to her, the sketchbook, sparring with each other. Something within her told her it was the night she cried, and he found her, at the beginning of the semester. That's when a seed was planted for her feelings to grow, and ever since then, slowly, they did. They'd been out for hours. After a long back-and-forth banter, Mina forced Izuku to get his jacket. She kept the hoodie on. He didn't mind. The first few snowflakes were falling, with small light dots in the air. It seemed magical to the pink-skinned girl. She couldn't quite understand how she'll be treading through thick snow on the way to the bus ride home. The snowflakes were so gentle and light, nothing like snow. Yeah no, Midori, she finally sighed. She reached out her hand to feel the snow falling around her. I'm going to miss this place. 
Mm, he hummed. We'll be back for the second semester, though. Yeah, yeah, she withdrew her hand and placed it on her lap. There were just a lot of things I can't wait two weeks to do, you know? Mechim, he paused. I have a few. Oh yeah? What are they? Well, I wanted to say something. I still have time we have until noon tomorrow, but... No way. She immediately raised her hands over her mouth. Midori. Do you have a crush? Ha. Huh. I knew it dash. Eshh, he brought his fingers to his lips. Midori, it's not like anyone can hear us. We are outside, she gave the freckled boy a look before shuffling her hands in the hoodie. I suppose dash. So? Mina brought her hand out of the jacket and propped it on her knee for her head to rest on. What was she like? Well, he shifted uncomfortably. She's one of the kindest people I know. Well, that's a no-brainer, she snorted. Continue, though. I like how she tries to see the good in everything, Midoriya started. She always tries to make me smile, no matter the situation. She's thoughtful and puts others' needs before her own. She knows her worth, and it's inspiring to see. We've grown closer this semester. We used to be just friends. Now, I feel like I could tell her anything. It's like any time I'm not around her, I'm just counting down the seconds until I can see her again. I've never felt this way either, I've always been focused on being a pro-dash. Mmm, she hummed. As Midoriya continued to talk about this mysterious girl, he smiled more. His cheeks would tate a light pink, and you could catch a stutter in his voice. It was adorable. He truly did love this girl, whoever she was. Do I know her? Mina found herself interjecting. She would catch things, similarities, between herself and the girl. Midoriya stopped rambling. I mean, she goes here so dash. Of course, Mina bit her lip and stared down at her shoes. The possibility of Mina being his crush was low, so she decided to lay low and retreat for the night. Whoever she was, she would find out whenever he wanted to tell her. Mina was content with that. Whoever this girl is, Mina shuffled her hands into the pockets of his hoodie. She seems to make you happy. I'm happy for you, Izuku. I hope it all works out. Izuku turned to his friend and stared at her for a moment. He inched closer to Mina and rested his hand on hers. Mina quickly looked down and back up at the hand placement. Her face grew a dark shade of purple as the silence grew louder. She couldn't read him. His body language said something, but his face was blank. He opened his lips to say something but closed them abruptly inside. Mina tilted her head, confused at what happened to Izuku. Izuku? Yeah, she does. Ochako means a lot to me, so whatever happens between us, I hope it goes well, he shifted uncomfortably in his seat and turned away from the horned girl. Her heart sank. Ochako, 